It's uh, John Robertson, J-O-H-N-R-O-B-E-R-T-S-O-N. It's all on. Lights, camera, action. Hi, my name is Stan Deek. Uh, I am the Chief Revenue Officer at Super Dispatch. I'm here with Marco Maggiore from SYCN Auto Logistics at Used Car Week 2023. Marco, how are you? I'm great, thanks. Thank you. Uh, hello, my name is John Robertson. I'm an executive with Ship Your Car Now. So Ship Your Car Now has been in existence for about 12 years. Um, it's gone through a couple of different uh, transformations as an organization. It originally began as moving individually owned vehicles for snowbirds from the northeast to the south, um, where our founder and, and uh, Gavin Kesson uh, started the business back then. And welcome to Ship Your Car Now. Shipping a car is a very straightforward process. However, I'm sure you have all sorts of questions. Um, since then, it's transformed into more of a B2B environment where we're actually moving cars for a lot of dealerships and a lot of different uh, remarketing companies, lease companies, uh, different vertical markets like that. And now even more recently in the last couple of years we've actually pivoted again into more of a uh, informational technology company where now we utilize the technology that we utilized uh, on our own in order to facilitate those moves, we are now integrating that technology directly into our client subsystems so they in fact have the ability to execute on transport moves through our shipping services in a one-to-one relationship via that technology. How did you end up in logistics in the first place? That's a funny story. So uh, I'm going to by name give credit to a gentleman named Mike Wysocki who actually uh, basically built United Road from the scratch up. Um, he was uh, having a conversation about building a broker division for that asset-based carrier uh, over barbecue with a friend of mine uh, who happened to be his neighbor and said, I know a guy. Once you're in the industry, it's hard to get out. So uh, I'm back. <laughs> yeah. All right, Marco, you've been doing this a long time. How long have you been in the automotive world? So I've been in the auto transport space for, and I'm going to age myself here a little bit. So it's it's been over a decade. Over I think I'm a in decade. my 11th year right now. What was your What was your prior career? When... So I've always had a technology background. Okay. But it was technology that was based in data security. Oh, and interesting. In particular, it was kind of identity theft. Okay. But not so much for individuals, but for banks and credit unions and government facilities to where okay. their weakness wasn't their internal system, but their user systems, oh, and that's how people would get into their passwords. That's so really I did that for a while. Our okay. company got you know acquired by this little behemoth in the space called LifeLock. Oh, sure, yep, yep. And then I was looking for a new industry where I thought I might be able to have a technology impact, and I found auto logistics. Did you ever think in a million years when you were growing up that you would be, you know, 10 years in, in auto logistics? No, I didn't. And I, I will stand by this, is that 95% of the people in this space will answer that question, no. Right. So, yeah, it's yeah. not really a career that I was trending towards. Yeah. I wound up here based upon my past experiences, but uh, happy to be here. But yeah. I, no, definitely not. Uh, I think if, if I could send a message to up and coming companies in the industry or carriers in the industry or even if they're competitors in the industry, um, it would be, this is going to sound cliche, it's transparency, it's partnerships, it's coming to the marketplace, doing what you can to make the marketplace better as a whole, 
you will inherently improve your company if you go into the marketplace with those attitudes. If you go into the marketplace with the attitude that I want to educate, that I want to build a better market, you will be a participate in, participant in that better market. And uh, hey, guess what? That's fun stuff to do. So why not approach the business that way? Um, we're bringing on a, uh, stay tuned for a version two of our uh, client-facing uh, integrations. So we've got a lot of new functionality we're working on today, a lot more uh, uh, exposure directly to the client of what's going on with the transport is going to be coming straight through our portals uh, and onto our client's desktops and hopefully embedded right inside their technology. Um, we're working on some Salesforce integrations. We're working on a couple of other big, uh, big integrations that are going to allow us to get on more platforms. That way, easier for our clients to integrate with what we're doing. Um, a lot of our, our new technology and a lot of our new uh, real-time responsiveness and our ability to report where things are is going to come through our, our great partnership with Super Dispatch and their ability to provide us with that information that we in turn can combine with our information and feed to our client base. Yeah, so we were uh, kind of an early adopter into Super Dispatch, and we began really utilizing it in, in spot moves and in spot instances where we saw that it could be advantageous for, for us to get a, a move done or reach out to a different carrier base. Um, but over time, over the last four years that we've been using it, we've actually morphed into a situation today where uh, Super Dispatch is our default. Uh, it is our number one choice, and believe it or not, uh, my team is actually required to get executive approval if they want to use something other than Super Dispatch for any particular load. So we're, we're definitely all on board. Yeah, it, it, it's interesting. Uh, Beck and I have known each other for a few years now. Um, I can appreciate what Beck's doing on his side of the business as much as I enjoy what we're doing on our side of the business. Um, the, the space where his, his world is, and, and we've been working together in that space for four or five years now, um, is something that we don't necessarily directly uh, um, do ourselves. So it's been great to find a partner like Beck who's really engaged with us and, and ability to work with us in order to deliver the services we do. So uh, basically with Shipyard now, my role as part of the executive team is to come up with strategic directives for the organization, um, really make sure that we're executing on those operationally, but also supporting our business development and marketing efforts so that we can generate the revenue coming inboard, uh, actually manage that business internally, and then execute it on a high level so that our customers and clients are always uh, more than satisfied with our service model. You know, you can go to business school and you can learn these business models, but it, our our uniqueness today is really it's it's the flat management model our founder gavin literally he could be the next person to pick up an inbound phone call he still does that today to stay in touch with his market space we hire the best people on the floor we hire people that can execute at a high level um, we keep the people that execute at a high level we reward them well to do so and that allows us to not have to micromanage them so we don't need to have four levels of management in between we're very good at behaving quickly and nimbly by having a very thin relationship in that in that sense so you mentioned uh which is a really interesting thing to have, have experience in around fraud and data security yep. to think about you know one of the other trends i think whether it's here or elsewhere is fraud in the market fraud in the market is something that comes up a lot we get asked yep. about a lot hear about a lot how do you guys think about it yeah well i mean double brokerage is kind of the way you know we phrase it is that yeah. it has bubbled up yeah um we have always had a lot of protections in place as a company to yeah. make sure that we're catching that yeah but as these professional organizations 
you know, get more and more sophisticated, we've definitely found that we're gonna have to put some additional resources and time and training into ensuring that we're protecting our customers. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's something that, you know, we try to take pride in as well. If you guys reach out to us and say, hey, Stan, something seems fishy here, like we'll look into it and That's get back right. to you guys, yeah. right? So I think that yeah. it's, it's, uh, it's a little bit of a self-policing. I agree, and I think we actually had this this exchange not too long ago yeah, we where did. We, we brought it up to you guys. You said, yep, we're aware of it, we're already on it, but it's yeah. that type of open communication. Yeah. I think that's gonna be the first line of defense, right? Yeah. excited about the industry as a whole. I think right now we're, we're seeing a little bit of a comeback from a couple of weird years here where one week we were up, one week we were down. Nobody really knew what was happening. We're finally getting back to a little bit more of a normal market. I've heard estimates that it's still going to be another three years before we're in a normal market. Um, we'll see what happens. Transportation tends to be very uh, uh, resilient in that industry. So, um, so far so good. We've been growing during this period. And uh, yeah, 2023 should be the next next level on the uh, on the growth scale. So we're looking forward to it. I think the number one area where the industry's made all the progress, all of the progress in the last five years is in technology. And whether that's through a tool like Super Dispatch, which is completely leading in their technology space, or through some of the integrations we do on the client-facing end where we're leading in that integration space, that is a light years above where it was five years ago, and 10 years ago, and 15 years ago, when I can't even tell you the stories of what we used to do. Um, let's just say it involved a, a carbon paper, okay? so. Um, so that is the obviously leaps and bounds ahead. Where it lacks the most today and the biggest gap in the world is somewhere between shippers and carriers. So there's the shippers and technology search services that are going on that are very effective and are working very well. And then there's the guys on the street that got to drive the truck. And the guys on the street driving the truck aren't quite there yet. And so there's a big gap between people that want to behave this way with technology and tools and efficiencies and so on and so forth, and this guy who just wants to make sure he's over at truck stop Amy's because she's got that corned beef sandwich by noon, and he could care less if he delivers that car between 3 and 7 tonight or tomorrow morning. we got to fix that. Any specific trends or just conversations that you've heard this year that are you know, top of mind? Yeah, well, in our, you know, in the trans space what I what I've heard is a lot of people bringing up tracking yeah it okay. there shocked, you go. right you're shocked, shocked right now shocked about tracking but exactly. the tracking has morphed more so from yeah. being something that maybe companies think hey this is great to have yeah. more so to hey we require this to yeah. have so yeah that's been brought up in several different avenues what about the I mean have you I don't know if you've attended other sessions outside of transporter any any other themes outside of the transport space that you've um, heard? I think we've had a lot of participation in the repo space yeah, this year. A lot. A lot, lot of people not only speaking on it, but attending on that behalf. So I have yeah. to say, if I had to pick, this has been the top you know, category. Yeah, I think repo year, has taken the show this year. I think year. it's the yeah. year, of the, year, of the repo, year of the repo and the yeah. year of how do I find more inventory. That's right, agreed. I think it's the other one. Yeah. Is how do I find more car inventory? That's awesome. Yep. All right, Marco, what, what do you love to do when you're not in the auto logistics world? What, is your, what are your hobbies? So I grew up just a little bit Italian, which is probably, you know, quite obvious. Yeah. And as a little kid, one of the first loves that my dad installed into me was a love of soccer. So oh, okay. I have been playing soccer my whole life. I was blessed to play in high school and college still playing to this day and I've wow. always told people until they kick me off of the pitch with my walker yeah. I'm gonna play 
the, the game plan is to pivot over to golf when that day happens, Stan, but I, I could still... Be, it could be tomorrow. Could be. I mean, we're here. It's a beautiful yeah, setup, but I still play today. And, do you really? You know, I okay. do, yeah. And so it's a good way to kind of blow some of that stress out, but just something I've always just enjoyed and, you know, grew up with. That's awesome. So do you? does your family play? So my, I have three children. Yeah. Uh, my eldest son and my middle daughter do not. Okay. But my little guy, he's kind of the athlete of the group. Yeah. They've all been subject to soccer, but I haven't pushed it and said, hey, you're playing soccer. Yeah, yeah. But he does enjoy it. So okay. we'll see. There could be hope there. There is that competitive nature that I have, and I think people that know me well enough will be the first to say, yeah, he's a little bit of a competitive guy. Okay. But I also believe in building strong teamwork. And yeah. that teamwork is built by honest and open communication. And it's really making sure that people are able to have hard conversations and challenge each other. Yeah. That shows your passion for what you do in your industry as opposed to that traditional yes man role or what have you. So yeah. that's really what I like to bring from my, my playing days collegiately to what we're doing now at SYCN is that you know, we challenge each other, but we're very open and communicative with each other. Uh, my, my golf game is not good enough to land business. Uh, it's definitely not good enough to win any money. Uh, and it, but I do golf. Um, so it's uh, golf is, is another one of those great uh, uh, events or, or opportunities where you can network. And so golf, in my mind, is a metaphor for networking overall, right? Because that's really the way to earn business. It's, it's building relationships. It's being out there. It's engaging with people. It's networking, whether it's on a golf course or at a conference, you know, or in a meeting. Um, those are all important places for you to build relationships and, and business is still built on relationships. You can do great marketing stuff. I can run commercials. I can do mailings. I can do emails. I can do all those things. But if I don't build relationships with the people we want to work with and become their true partner, you're never going to have that sustained business growth. And that's what we really look for. What do you think about, uh, you know, I'm, I live in Atlanta. What do you think about the uh, U.S. Soccer Federation moving their headquarters from Chicago to Atlanta? It's obviously a choice that, you know, who would do that, right? I mean, Chicago has to be the greatest city in the world. I've, I've heard that from some people. But yeah, and, and the bagpipers agree with me. That's I mean, right. that's just what happens. Sounds yeah. like it. Sounds like they're playing a funeral march for the Chicago <laughs> maybe, uh, headquarters. Maybe, is maybe, what it might yeah, be. Yeah, maybe. But, uh, yeah oh, that's that's, that's really you know that's it. All right, hey, there we go. Applaud, applaud the hey, bagpipers. Hey, hey. Um, all right, so you've got a couple days left to use Car Week. Yep. What are you What are you looking forward to, or what are you going to try to accomplish in the next couple days? Yeah, well, I mean, the game plan stays the same, right? It's just get out there, maybe make some contacts with people that I don't know so well, get yeah. to learn some companies and uh, you know what their <laughs> their offerings might be. Uh, I really want to take bagpipe lessons at some point so i'm hoping i have the opportunity to you know do that you here We're Scottish that, that, that's really what the goal is right that's yeah, awesome absolutely yeah. all right marco thanks for spending Fantastic. some time with us man it's good to see you as always absolutely. buddy don't take care. take care all right mate thanks for doing this i think we got it that's it all right cool